Hey mama, welcome to the Mom With Purpose podcast. I'm Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former teacher turned full-time work-at-home mom, and now I'm on a mission to inspire other moms to combine their passions with their purpose. If you're searching for more meaning in your life, or you're ready to take that leap of faith, you're in the right place. This podcast is here to inspire you, give you the tools and resources that you need to capture your purpose, and to go out there and live the most positive and purpose-fueled life. I hope that when you listen to this podcast, you feel like you're sitting down with your best friend. So put in your earbuds and turn up that volume and let's dive in. Hey there and welcome to the Mom with Purpose podcast. This is a special edition bonus episode of the Mom with Purpose podcast. And I usually start off by saying I'm super excited to bring you today's podcast episode. And while I am excited to share and to get this off my chest. I want you to know that it has not been an easy thing for me to do. I have had this topic on my podcast topic list since the beginning of launching this podcast. It was one of the first topics that I thought I really wanted to talk about. And I've wanted to sit down and record it many times. I've spoken to my husband and my sister-in-law about doing this because I wanted to make sure it was something that they felt comfortable with. But I just still, even with their blessing, have not found the courage or the strength to be able to sit down and press record. But I think it's really important to talk about it, especially with everything that's just recently happened in our world. And what happened with the loss of a great hero and a legend and someone that was held with such high regard, it brought up a lot of things in me that I didn't know were still so fresh and still so raw. And if you've been following me on Instagram, I talked about this the other day that there has been a lot of criticism about people and how they are grieving the loss of Kobe Bryant and why they should or why they shouldn't. And I just want to offer up the perspective because whether or not you knew him personally or whether you just watched him play basketball or whether you've been a fan of his your entire life, the loss of Kobe and his daughter and the other seven lives, and just because I don't personally know those by name, it doesn't make their lives any less important. But what I want to offer the perspective is that it could have possibly brought up some emotions of grief that other people in this world have pushed down deep and have tried to forget about. And I think where a lot of people are struggling to come to terms with is that even though we might not have known him, losing someone brings up, or the or the talk of losing someone brings up all those emotions that some people didn't know were still so raw and still so fresh. And I think that's what happened to me as the news unfolded this past week and it kind of brought me back to a place of what it was like when I lost that close loved one and how I went through it and just it kind of brings you back to that moment and to have that be your reality and I just I also want to offer up a side note here about um, people grieving you know people around the country people around the world I think that a lot of people are grieving it and talking about it because this is a shared grief. It's something that really, truly, I think, no matter what walk of life you are, it's impacted you and, and it's it's touched you. And um, I think if you've ever gone through the loss of someone close to you, you will know that sometimes it can feel like you're all alone and no one understands what you're walking through. And so I think that 
with so much divide going on in our country right now, this was the one thing that people could kind of come together about and share stories and share different things. So um, I think, honestly, it's kind of found, we found some kind of shared emotion to connect on. But I want to get back into to my story and kind of why I decided to share this. So for some of you that don't know me personally, you probably don't know that about three and a half years ago while I was pregnant with my first son, my family and my husband's family tragically lost my mother-in-law. And even just talking about it right now brings back all those super real and raw emotions that I felt in the moments when I found out. And I think it's important to talk about grief and to talk about what grief has taught me and what it continues to teach me. And when I saw the news about Kobe and his daughter, my heart just broke. Number one, being a parent and thinking what it must have felt like to know that you could not protect your own child. But also to put back in the perspective that life is so, so short and we are not guaranteed tomorrow. And that is what losing my mother-in-law has shown me. It showed me that in a few moments, life can change. She was with me one day and literally hours later, she was not. And it was the hardest day of my life. But as I have grieved her and as I've remembered her and as I've tried to keep her memory alive, I've tried to live life knowing that I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. And that if there's something that I want to do, I'm going to do it and I'm going to take risks and I'm going to take chances and I'm going to be the best mom that I could possibly be and I'm going to be quick to forgive and be kind to anyone that I meet. And I think even more so now, I'm extremely sensitive to loss and pain because having had such a sudden loss in my life at such a delicate time, you know, losing my mother-in-law completely rocked me to my core. It made me question my faith. It made me mad. It shattered me to pieces. And I don't think that you can compare one grief to another, but I know for me, that sudden loss was almost unbearable. And now when I sit and I think, would it have been better for me to know, to have some kind of warning? I'm not really sure, you know, grief is grief. It's it's unpredictable, it's not comprehensible at times. And if there could be any silver lining or any blessing that's come from this loss, it's that it's taught me that I'm not going to be guaranteed to have life tomorrow. And I stopped living in the mindset of, well, maybe someday I'll do this or maybe next year, maybe next month. No, that can't be the kind of life that I live. And I don't think it should be the kind of life you live either. Whether you knew Kobe Bryant or not, whether you were a fan of his from the time that you were little, whether you had his jerseys, whether you went to his games, or whether you just felt complete sorrow over the loss of another human being, grief affects all of us. But I think that with everything in life, we can take valuable lessons from even the lowest of lows and we can learn and grow and become better because of it. When people are on their deathbed, they don't say things like, well, I wish I would have worked more or I wish I never would have tried that crazy business venture. Oh, that was a waste of my time. Or I wish I would never have told that person I loved them. No, they say the complete opposite. They say things like, I wish I spent more time with my family. I wish I would have gone after that crazy idea. I wish I would have told the people in my life how much I love them and how much they mean to me. The one thing that I found solace in when my mother-in-law passed was that I didn't think that she had those thoughts. She made sure that the people around her were loved for and taken care of 
and she enjoyed every moment of being a mother and wife. All the small things, all the things that we could find in our day to get upset about or mad about, do those things really matter? In the long run, are they worth it? Grief has taught me that life is literally gone in the blink of an eye and we never know when our time is coming. So what I have vowed to do and what I have learned from my grief is to never take for granted the breath that I have on this earth, to not hold hate and grudges in my heart, to apologize quickly, and to value the relationships that I have in my life, to know that I only have this moment right here, and to make the choice to do something with my life that I will look back on and say, man, I am so damn glad that I did that. In my last episode, I talked about slow progress and how slow progress is important even if it seems like it's not happening fast enough that everything you're going through is preparing you and it's molding you and shaping you so that when you when it becomes that time in your life, you have the strength to keep persevering. And as much as I hate and I miss and I wish that my mother-in-law was here, I know that that moment prepared me to take big, huge steps that have happened in the past three and a half years. It has prepared me to be the best mom that I could possibly be and to not sweat the small things with motherhood. It's taught me to take that leap that I wanted to and that I so desperately desired, even though I didn't know what it was going to look like or if it was going to work out or if it would be successful. I just knew that if my time came tomorrow, I didn't want to spend it living someone else's dream or someone else's path. I wanted to start today by making my mark and taking my own path. I've said it a bunch of times in this episode, but the biggest thing that grief has taught me is that today is a gift. And if we are lucky enough to wake up tomorrow, we should be doing everything in our power to live life to the fullest. We all go through life thinking that time is just infinite and we have so much time to do all the things that we want to do when in reality, we do not. I want you to ask yourself, how are you spending the very little time that you have on this earth? Are you going to look back and think that you have lived the life you wanted to live? That you have lived it to the fullest? Are you going to look back and know that you could have done things differently? And if you're feeling that way, I would encourage you to stop and to think, how can I change today so that I can be better tomorrow? So that when I look back, I'm content with the life that I've lived. Don't put things off for later or wait for someday or next year or next month. Don't wait to chase down your dreams. Do it now. I've seen so many things online about the man who makes plans for tomorrow died today. And while that may seem morbid, it's so true. Live your life today. Start making plans today. Start doing it today. There are no guarantees of how many tomorrows you will have. Don't just say, I'm going to put it off until this. I'm going to put it off until I complete this. Do it now. Grief is one of the craziest emotions I've ever felt. It hits me at the most random times. And even though it's been three and a half years, it still feels very fresh and very raw, especially when you hear about a sudden loss and you realize what it was like to be back in that moment. But I think if we can take anything from the tragic news that we've learned, if I can take anything from the sudden loss of my mother-in-law, it's that we need to start living today and doing the things that we want to put off. We need to start doing them today. 
and we need to start telling the people that we love, we love them. We need to start spending more time with the people who mean it the most and living a life so that we know that on our deathbed we won't have regrets of things that we should have done or would have done. So I hope that this put things in perspective for you and showed you that even in a sad, tragic time in our lives or in our world or in our country, we can find a valuable lesson in it and we can become better, stronger people from it. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It was very hard for me to record. I'm very happy that I made it through. I think I pulled on the strength from my mother-in-law definitely to get me through this one um, because I didn't think I could and I, I feel much better knowing that I have gotten this off my chest and shared this part of my life and I think it's just putting me on the right path of of where I need to go. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And if you are going through something right now, if you've suffered a loss, just know that it's okay to feel what you're feeling and just to work through those things and um, live your life with intent and live it with purpose. And I will talk to you guys soon. Hey girl, if you've been listening to me for a while, you've been loving the tips and tricks that I share on this podcast, and you are looking for a more intimate way to be able to connect with me, maybe so that I can help you work through a problem, solve a problem that you're currently in right now, why don't we jam on a 30-minute coaching session? I have just opened up a very select few sessions for this month, and I want to extend the invitation to my podcast listeners because if you're listening to this, you're tried and true, you know my style, and you know how much this could benefit you and your business. I want to help you overcome your mindset blocks that are keeping you stuck, that are keeping you from reaching that goal or staying positive or being productive. I want to help you work through that. So if you would love to jam with me for 30 minutes, let's chat through your biggest problem that's going on right now, your, the biggest thing that's keeping you stuck, go ahead and email me at hello at aubreymalik.com. That's my email address, hello at aubreymalik.com. We can chat, I can set everything up for you, and we can have a fabulous time just jamming together and working one-on-one. So I'll leave the link in the show notes for you if this is something you would be interested in. I would love to help you solve your problem. Mm-hmm.